You are listening to the She Means Profit podcast with Melissa Houston, CPA, financial strategist for CEOs, and a Forbes.com contributor. She Means Profit is a podcast dedicated to helping small business owners just like you become a master at your finances without confusion so that you can increase your profit and net worth. With over 20 years of experience working with business owners, I'm sharing with you real and actionable advice that will give you the tools to take your financial power back. Let's make some major money moves together. For more than 20 years, Roger has personally helped thousands of accounting professionals start and build their businesses. In that time, they've created programs to address each aspect of running an accounting business, and he has helped author Red to Black. Roger is the president of Universal Accounting, and please welcome him to the show. Hello, Roger, and welcome to the She Means Profit podcast. I am so happy to have you here today. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. This is going to be fun. It is going to be fun because I actually had guested on your podcast about a year ago, and now it's your turn to come join me, and I'll put you on the hot seat. I love it. I love it. Bring it. (laughs) I'm kidding. There's no hot seat here. So, Roger, I would love for you to tell people a little bit about your business and what it is that you do to support business owners. You bet. So, first of all, we work with accounting professionals primarily. We work with them in the sense that we're helping them start and build what we refer to as the premier accounting firm. We essentially help them realize their entrepreneurship is what I call it. It's where they're accounting professionals, but also entrepreneurs. And in that process, what we're trying to do is empower them so that they can have the confidence to go out and offer quality services to the business community and at the same time do so profitably. So we're trying to help them run a business model that they can be successful with. As it relates to your listening audience, the whole idea is businesses need proper information to make informed business decisions. And key to that is the accounting information that the accounting professional should be offering to their clients. I love that because it's so important. And hence, the whole reason why She Means Profit exists is because I worked for decades with small business owners and medium-sized and larger business owners as well. And the common thread I saw with business owners is they don't know the value of knowing their numbers and how it helps them make informed, profitable decisions. I love that you can reiterate it is that I talk about constantly and put a little bit of validity behind what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the truth of the matter is, and this exists for any business, I don't care, large or small, they're in business because they love to do what they do, whether it's the product or service they're providing. They are passionate about it. They can sell it. They can market it. They can obviously produce it. That's wonderful. But too often, the one thing that's overlooked or neglected is the accounting. And the accounting is that narrative that explains what's going on in the business in numbers. It's the language of business. And so for a business owner who has this great product or service, they sometimes are intimidated by or perhaps reluctant to get into those numbers because it's foreign. And honestly, they're so engaged with running their business, it's kind of hard to say, hey, pause for a minute, come over here, let's talk about the numbers until it's too late. And that's where taxes come up or that's where maybe we're dealing with cash flow situations. And then it's like, okay, let's talk about what I'm doing here. But it should have been something that always occurred. And so that's why I'm hoping that your audience today can learn a few things that would be helpful for them as they're running their businesses to at least appreciate the numbers and how they correlate to what they're doing. Absolutely. And just going back to the intimidation around the numbers, 
I mean, accounting also has a bad rap, right? Accountants were known to be a little dull, which I mean, personally, I think that the image is changing, but I'm a perfect example. People come up to me and they're like, you are not the typical accountant. I'm like, I know I'm not because I have just a vibrant personality and what have you. And I love educating people on why they need to be empowered by their numbers. But quite often I find there's a lot of resistance about learning this because it feels like the less sexy part of business. But when you really boil it down, it's probably should be the most because I don't know about you, but when I see media and videos and whatever, a lot of people are talking about money and money is sexy. It's great to bring in lots of money and stuff like that. But if you don't have the good accounting and good money management in your business, you're not going to have that profit, which is what makes us wealthy. Oh, exactly. So one of the things that businesses oftentimes struggle with is cash flows, cash flow management. Yes. And you always hear out in the business world, what's the number one reason why most businesses fail in the first one, three, five years? Well, it's literally cash flow. And Mm -hmm. I want to be very clear as to what this means. It doesn't mean the company isn't selling. It doesn't mean the customers don't need or want the product or service being provided. What it means is the business model is not effectively being run to generate the profit necessary to run the business. Here's my case in point. There are numbers of companies out there that go bankrupt, that have sales, top-line revenue, but for whatever reason, even though they're profitable in an accrual point of view, they aren't making the money to pay the bills. They can't make payroll. They can't pay the vendors. They can't cover the cost of goods necessary to provide the product or service they're producing and selling. So all of a sudden, what we're saying is, love your product, love your service, Let's come in and let's talk about what can be done to address the cash flow situation to help you stay in business. It does not have to be this stressful, but yet the business owner, because of intimidation, they don't want to talk about it. They don't know how to talk about it. So they avoid talking about it until oftentimes it's too late. Mm -hmm. When in reality, the accounting profession, if you could just come in, provide a safe environment, the business owner may be given the opportunity to explore solutions to resolve the cash flow problem that they're facing. So that's one of the things that I'd really want to throw out there. Beautifully said. I love that. Now tell me, how is it that accountants can help business owners? Well, the first thing is, is I feel as an accounting profession, we need to do a much better job explaining the services we provide to the business community. I really feel we fail in this regard. And likewise, I think business owners just don't understand. So I'd like to take a quick minute here and I'll just explain it in a way that I believe business owners can appreciate and hopefully use in the conversations they may have with their accounting professional. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to break it down into three core services that every business owner should be leaning on their accounting professional to provide or at least give them access to. First is bookkeeping and accounting. That's the first. The second is tax planning and tax preparation. That's the second. The third is CFO and advisory services. That's the third. So there's six elements here. And real quickly, I'm going to explain each of them. May I do so? Absolutely. All right. So here's what we're going to do. Bookkeeping. That's everything that we're expecting the business owner to receive that includes the financial reports. That's the balance sheet, income statement, profit and loss statement, and cash flow statement. This is the historical report. It's the compliance part. It's basically to say that all the transactions in the business have been accounted for. And here's your monthly, your quarterly, your year end. This is what's happening in the business. This is hugely important, but too often business owners don't use it. That brings us to accounting. Accounting is then the process of taking that information and interpreting it 
for the business owner to have information that they can use to make informed business decisions. Here's my point. What was last month over the previous month as to the numbers? What's changed? What's the trend of things? What's last month over the same month last year? What's last quarter over the previous quarter? What's last quarter compared to the same quarter last year? What's this year to date versus last year, year to date, same period of time? That analysis is trying to show how the business is evolving. We're spending more in advertising. We're spending less in advertising. What are the ratios? What are the percentages? How much money are we spending on cost of goods? How much money are we spending on payroll? How much money are we spending on advertising as it relates to revenue, gross profit, net income, all of those things? Well, the accounting professional, their job is to take that information, compile that information, and give it to the business owner in a useful way to say, hey, your cost of goods have gone up. Inflation has impacted you such that your profit margin is down 10%. You either need to find new ways to cut costs because your cost of goods have gone up, or you need to increase your prices. Well, the business owner's like, things are getting tight. Things are getting more expensive. Yeah, I feel like I'm making less. The accountant is able to put numbers to it. You're making 10% less. You need to increase your fees 10%. Or The business owner says, things are getting tight. I'm going to raise them 10%. But the account comes in and says, but your cost of goods with payroll and with the cost of goods, they've gone up 15%. Even raising them 10%, you're 5% short of where you need to be to break even with what you were doing last year. These are numbers that the accounting professional needs to bring to the business owner, and the business owner should expect them. Let's talk about tax planning and tax preparation. Tax preparation is obviously meeting the government requirements of filing the returns, sales tax, the different taxes that are associated with the business. That's fine. That's just making sure we're timely and that we're doing so accordingly. But tax planning, when you work with a tax professional, they should also be able to provide you insights as to, as a business, some of the different legal ways you can minimize or mitigate your tax liabilities. Hey, if you hire this kind of an employee, if someone with a disability or minority or something along that place that line, you get a tax break. If you use these companies versus that company, if you do that versus this, if you buy this kind of a product versus that kind of a product, all of a sudden they're aware of different tax incentives that exist in the business world that you can take advantage of. But the tax planning has to be done in the year of. It can't be done after the fact. And so to work with a tax professional that can give you those insights as a business owner that can help you make better informed business decisions and save you gobs of money, tens, hundreds of thousands of dollars in tax liability is huge. And this is where you're getting into research and development tax credits. You're getting into cost segregation type credits. It's different strategies. This isn't preparation and filing. These are planning strategies. Let's go to CFO and advisory services. The third happens to be you and your business. The CFO is meant to be helping you implement policies in your company that ensure you have cash flow. For example, if you sell a product or a service, Should you expect as a policy a certain percent down to cover your cost of goods or associated payroll costs before completing the product or service to get the final payment? In other words, how much money is the business needing to front in behalf of the customer? Well, it shouldn't be any. Can you at least collect 25%, 50% up front before delivering the product and so forth? Who do you offer painful discounts to? How much should a painful discount be? How much should be motivating for the business to accept cash up front to actually address its cash flow needs? CFO is dealing with payroll. They're dealing with cash flow, vendor relations, capital. If you've got a bank that's issuing you business loans, if you're getting investors, the CFO can help with those types of relationships of how much equity they're acquiring or how much they're getting as to the liability of the business. Well, that's the CFO element that they're bringing to help the business owner run their company more effectively. 
And the lastly is business advisory services. It's like a business coach. You should always, as a business owner, be looking at your exit strategy. What's the company going to be worth and how are you going to leave it? Ultimately, the goal is you're going to die, you're going to move on, and the company should still exist. You're building something that has value. I refer to it as building a company that has a self-sustaining entity that is apart from the business owner. Well, if that's the end goal, it may not be where you're at today, but if you work with a business advisor, they can help you address those various things that improve your valuation, help you get more worth out of your business, and prepare you for a proper exit. All six of those services are ones that an accounting professional can be offering. They may choose to offer two. I do bookkeeping and I do tax preparation. I could do one. I do bookkeeping. But of the six, you could be choosing which you're going to be offering. As a business owner, you need all six in your life, whether you're working with six individuals, each specializing in those various elements, whether you're working with two or three individuals that provide all six of those services, it makes no difference. As an entrepreneur, as a business owner, you need to be utilizing all six of those services as you run your company to ensure that you're being as successful as you can and should be. Love it. Absolutely love it. I mean, I know that was a mouthful, but (laughs) everything that you said is bang on. And these are things that I talk about as well. Now, I have a question for you. How would you respond to somebody who says, I don't really want to invest in an accountant or CFO or what have you because they don't generate revenue? So first of all, that is, I think, a very short perspective on it, but it's valid. I mean, it is valid. You're trying to show what's the ROI of the fee. So here's two things. One, for the CFO, I believe at the very beginning, you should at least have someone come in and assess what your policies are as to how you handle collections, how you deal with write-offs, how you deal with cash flow, all those cash type things. The CFO can come in and look at your business model and say, if you run your business this way, you're going to be dealing with problems. So you need to have policies in place. And whether you're small or large, every business needs to have these policies so that the salespeople know what they can offer so that the payroll is addressed correctly, you're paying too much or too little, all those types of things. So that insight at the very beginning of the business, or at least yearly, is hugely helpful. Now, to have a part-time, a fractional CFO, somebody that's coming in periodically with those insights, beautiful. Bring them in. They may not need to be there employed. They don't need to be hired full-time. But as you get larger, you're going to definitely see that those have value and have worth because the CFO can also interact with the bank, any investors, any lenders, any vendors that you're dealing with where you're trying to get net terms, net 15, net 30, how can you extend those relationships so you can hold your cash longer than paying out that business? So the CFO role is very critical to the success of a business. So I would assume that if you implement those policies you or procedures in your business, you'll see that the bottom line and the cash will improve and that would be the worth of that role. As for a business advisor, I definitely feel that I'm biased when it comes to that. Being a business coach myself with companies, I've worked with an owner who bought their business and wanted to start as he bought the business, doing things correctly from the get-go. I've worked with people that are preparing to exit and they want to value their business as much as possible. So they've got this 12-month, 18-month, six-month kind of plan. Sooner is better. Three years prior is far better than six months prior. You can only move the needle so much so fast. And then with regards to business advisors, I really think a lot of businesses are run by owners who are lonely at the top, which is to say they can't talk about some of the struggles they're facing with their management, with their spouse, with their employees. So with whom do they get those perspectives, that non-judgmental insight? And that's working with a business coach. And so I'm highly, highly biased that you need to be working with somebody that can be that advisor. 
Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, I've always said that they may not be bringing in the revenue, but they're likely plumping up your profit line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So, and what they do is they typically accelerate the successes you're having. Mm-hmm. So in other words, you'll probably have the success in six months, but why not have it in three? You'll probably yes. have it in a year, but why not have it in six months? They're probably not changing the trajectory of the business because it's still your company as an entrepreneur. But what they are doing is they're accelerating because a good coach, a good business advisor, business coach does two things. They ask the right questions and they hold you accountable. If you've got a good coach that knows what questions to be asking, what the business owner should be asking and dealing with in the business and holding them accountable, you will accelerate the success of the company utilizing that service. Yes, that's very true. Now, how would you explain how important it is to have a good, solid working relationship with your finance professional? Well, I would highly recommend that the entrepreneur is meeting with their accounting professional on a monthly basis. Mm -hmm. I know that some prefer yearly on a tax type schedule. Some may do it semi-annually. Quarterly is the least likely, but I highly recommend monthly. I personally feel that the accounting profession isn't proactive enough in insisting that we meet with the business owner. I think there's a lot going on that if you have a good accountant and you have a good tax planning strategist, especially if you're working with a CFO advisor type level, monthly is essential because there's that much going on in the business and there's that much you need to be doing each month in the business. And so monthly is what I'm encouraging people to definitely expect as a relationship with the accounting professional. A common complaint I hear often about is that business owners go to their accountant and typically it's usually the tax accountant who's preparing the financial statements and submitting the tax return at the end of the year. But they feel that the tax accountant should have played the role of the CFO or the bookkeeper, or the bookkeeper should have played the role of the accountant. And there's a lot of confusion and stuff. And I always advise them to read their letters of engagement, understand what it is that they're signing up for. Can you maybe clear a little bit of that up, that confusion for us as well? Oh, happy to. And it goes back to that soapbox rant I did a little bit earlier. So yeah. Forgive me. But here's what the point <laughs> but it's is. It's so important. It is. I feel that the accounting professional needs to do a much better job of in the letter of engagement explaining what the service is that the business is paying for Mm -hmm. and what it is they're getting for it. So the benefit of it, it should state clearly bookkeeping, accounting, tax planning, tax preparation, CFO, and advisory. And here's my point. The business owner likewise needs to realistically accept what it is they're paying for and realize that's all they paid for. If you're paying for bookkeeping, then you should expect only to receive the bookkeeping. If you got the financial reports at the end of the month, at the end of the quarter, that's what you paid for. But if you ask for accounting, then by all means, you should expect that the analysis is being done and the information is being communicated to you to help you make more informed business decisions. That's what you've paid for and that's what you should expect. But too often, they'll ask for bookkeeping, pay for bookkeeping, and ask, why aren't you doing the accounting? Same was with tax planning. Here you are providing tax planning services, but at the end of the day, you didn't pay for tax planning. You paid for tax preparation. I filed them. They're on time. They're done. Well, you never gave me advice. You never gave me any insights. Well, do you want to meet with me regularly? Do you want to pay for me to share my insights? Do you want me to do the research necessary to see what's available for you as a company? Well, then you need to pay for that service and we will meet accordingly. But unless you're paying for it, my job was to file them, report what happened, pay the tax, be done not advise you on what you could have been doing for tax savings. That's an additional fee. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. And that's why it's so important to have open communication with your accountant, your Mm -hmm. finance professional. I have witnessed accountants 
talk down to their clients. I have seen that. And it's really important for me to express to my listeners that if you're in a relationship where your finance professional, whether it's your tax professional, your CFO, your accountant, whomever you're dealing with, if they can't meet you at your level in a way and explain things in a way that you understand, then they're doing a disservice for you. You shouldn't be expected to meet them at their higher level of the accounting jargon and get intimidated by all these words that just don't mean a lot to the average person, right? So it's really important to find an accountant that you can work comfortably with and you can build a solid rapport with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I liked how you used the word intimidated. Working with an accounting professional should be a safe environment. You're dealing with money and you're dealing with things that oftentimes a business owner doesn't fully understand and they need to have someone who's patient enough to explain what's going on, how it affects their business and so forth. So I agree with you. I think too often the business owner is intimidated and it may not be at the fault of the accountant or tax preparer. It just could be the topic. It could be just the conversation. I don't know what to ask. And that's totally fine. But what the account needs to recognize is whether it's something they're bringing to the relationship, it exists and they need to kind of let that open up and so forth. One of the things I do as an exercise with my clients is I give them a P&L. I give them the monthly P&L or last year's. I put it across to them and I say, take a moment and highlight on here what numbers matter to you. So the business owner, I'm inviting them to say, this number matters to me, this number matters to me. Tell me what they mean. What do they mean for you? Why do they matter that you're wanting to look at those? And I'm trying to just understand, do they look at things that I think they should? And Mm -hmm. then I have an opportunity here to point out, here's something that you may not have realized or noticed, but here's why that number is important. And let me Mm -hmm. explain to you why I would watch that number. And from that conversation, we typically end up with KPIs, key performance indicators that we're going to look at on a regular basis as a business. And we're going to watch these. And each month, we're going to look at how are they doing? We're going to have standards. What are the minimums that we expect? What are we working towards? How did we perform in comparison to those standards? And that's where dashboarding comes in. Dashboarding being, what are we visually going to monitor and watch? So all of these things come into play that every business owner, in my belief, should be using. And just to end this, there's a course that we offer. And I don't mean to plug anything, but you no, brought it up so well. I'm gonna do. There's a course that we have called Color Accounting. Color Accounting is a curriculum that is used in Inc. 500 businesses to train management, non-accounting professionals on how to actually understand the numbers in their business. It is used by owners of companies to at least better understand how to communicate with their accounting professional. And likewise, accounting professionals, CPAs, accountants, bookkeepers, tax professionals, They go through it so that they can better understand how to communicate in layman terms these principles. Mm -hmm. It is not taught in debits and credits. It's taught, here's basically an accounting model in very simplistic terms using colors and so forth. It's a day class. It takes a day. Most people on an online remote study will do it in about one to two to maybe three days just because of the time they put into it. Mm -hmm. Phenomenal. Business owners love it. People that are managers love it. I would highly recommend it. It's very inexpensive. I think it basically introduces people to accounting so that they can later discuss it with their accounting professional comfortably. And it's so important to get comfortable with the terminology Mm -hmm. and just expressing and having that conversation about money because going back to what we were saying earlier, money can be very intimidating to talk about. So this has been an absolute pleasure. If there's one thing that you really want listeners to walk away with today, what would that be? 
It would be the understanding that accounting is the language of business. It's your friend. Mm -hmm. It's basically your business trying to communicate with you where it's doing well, what needs attention, where it's hurting. And if you're ignoring it, if you're not listening to it, you're doing yourself a huge disservice because your company is trying to communicate. And if you need someone to interpret that information, to translate it, that's the accounting professional. Their role is to take this foreign language and interpret it for you to then understand it as a business owner. And so that's the role of the accounting professional you're working with. Lean on them, use them, ask them questions. You've got an important document here written in a foreign language. Tell me what it's saying about my company. I lived it, but what's the story it's telling everyone else, the bank, the investors? What's it telling anyone and everyone about my company? And that's what I would end with. Love it. Thank you so much for your time today. It was my pleasure. Always remember this. If it's about accounting, it's universal. Thank you for joining us on the She Means Profit podcast. If you've enjoyed the show, I ask you to hit subscribe, rate the podcast, and leave a review. You can find us on Instagram and LinkedIn at Melissa Houston CPA and join us in our She Means Profit Facebook group.